Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're in for a long one. A long weekend, that is. And you deserve to spend it on the couch with a glass of something good. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered quickly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Something. Get you some facts right here. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Song Facts Podcast. I am your host, Corey O'Flanagan. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a great day. And thank you so much to Pantheon Podcasts. Go and check them out for all of your musical podcast needs. Always growing, always adding new shows, and now with a new app. So go download that, and you'll have all those shows at your fingertips. On the show today, we have the singer of Simple Minds, Jim Kerr. I get to chat with Jim about the band's new album, Direction of the Heart, which drops on October 21st. We also talk about the key to the band's longevity. They've been doing this since 1977. And of course, I had to try and ask about their contribution to the Breakfast Club soundtrack, Don't You Forget About Me, a great story. So please help me in welcoming Jim Kerr. Don't you ever stop. Jim Kerr, Simple Minds. I, I, this is such a uh, a treat for me. I've, I've, I know your music. I was about the time you guys were um, hitting your peak in your heyday. I was about two or three. So one, obviously, I don't know <laughs> years. So you guys, obviously you resonate with me in a big way. But as someone who does this show to like look back on music as well as discover new music like i really love getting to chat with people like you who might not otherwise come on my radar so thanks for taking the time to be here my pleasure cody where do we find you right now i'm in the south of france i'm in nice and obviously end of august this is the peak period i don't live here i live in italy but i have friends here and our tour just finished a few days ago and um, it's quite a nice part of the world here just now. So I, 
I came, I'd already arranged to have a visit and then they said to me last week, you got to do all this American promo stuff. And I said, well, maybe there's a nice little studio in Nice. And lo and behold, there was and there is. And so that's where I'm speaking to you from. I think your audio might sound better than mine. So thank you for that. Good, good, good stuff. <laughs> um, so we've got the new album. It's Direction of the Heart. It's coming out October 21st. A lot of interesting stuff as I was kind of taking the weekend to both listen to it and read about how this album came together. Um, one of the things that I think was really interesting is we shared an experience, obviously not knowing each other, in 2019. We both had the passing of a parent. Um Music greatly helped me through that, um, and obviously it sounds like you've kind of leaned on that yourself, um, especially for the song Vision Thing, and I'm just kind of wondering if you could kind of talk about that a little bit, especially the lyrical side of putting that song together and just how that experience with the passing of your father, or your best friend, I think, as you kindly um, call him, and, and how that kind of helped shape this album. Sure. Well, first offer my condolence to you you're a younger guy than, Thank you. than me i i i uh i had my parents around for quite a time um so um as i say condolence to you but yes dad i mean <clears throat> i was going to say overshadowed uh, it, certainly we were just we were just getting started yeah. uh, writing the songs the initial songs of the new album direction of the heart and we were set up kind of in my little home studio in Glasgow. Dad lived nearby and he hadn't been feeling great, but there was nothing too alarming about it. And then a few checkups and then the news got gradually worse. Um, and we had just started working and mm -hmm. he's a kind of guy who he was always interested in what we were doing. He gave us the first hundred pounds to start the band, um, or rather to make our first demos. And, and um, from that day on, he says, he st until the end, he said he was still waiting to get paid back <laughs> with interest. Yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> but um, didn't quite happen. Um, um, but um, so, you know, we, would, we had just got started. And when I say we, I mean my songwriting partner, Charlie Burchill. Charlie and I grew up in the same street together, so he knew Dad. Yeah, and yeah. as we got older to Charlie, he wasn't just Dad, he was a friend and a bit of a mentor and all that. So um, this was going on, and the one thing... The one thing dad was really keen on, because he knew we were there to work, the one thing he was really keen on was the work continued. Um, he didn't just want everyone to sit around being freaked out, and uh, he, want, he wanted the work to continue. So we did, you know, as I say, we're only, I was only 15 minutes down the road, and Charlie and I, we would work in the afternoon, and then I would go up and see him at night. Mum passed quite a few years previously. Mm -hmm. Um, and so those first few weeks, first musical so ideas are coming up at the same time, I'm thinking of lyrics and, and I just found out that the, f the, the words coming through me for what became the album opener vision thing.
was um, I was writing. It's a weird thing, and the first verse I'm writing about that. Yeah. Um, because he's such an influence on us, and an influence on me. But as I was in the house as well, it gave me a chance to go. A lot of as you do your parents' house, they've got stuff and stuff up in the attic and junk you think you'll never look through. And I went up one afternoon and the way parents are, you know, there was a lot of stuff up there that the early days of the band and magazines and cutouts and little, little scrapbooks, things that I would have thought I was too, too cool to care about <laughs> in the past, but found myself really appreciating the fact they were there. So yeah. this song vision thing, the it's got two verses. The first song is about dad and his influence. And the second, the second verse is me looking back at the younger me. So somewhere in there, there's this celebration of life. Yeah. But certainly, going back to your original question, it set a kind of tone for some of the songs. And I have to explain to people thinking this, if I say, well, the opening song's about my dad who passed away during the, the record, the immediate thought you would imagine some forlorn ballad yeah uh, because you know some sentimental thing dad wasn't that kind of guy he um the song really mirrors his spirit it's a really punchy song we're playing it live just now even though most of the people don't know what it's about they're jumping up and down to the rhythm of it yep. it, it it almost belies the subject matter which is um 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 it's a sweet spot to be i think where down below you feel all this joy but somewhere in the chords you can feel the sentimentality and and um we felt it was a great well it was it it was the first idea that came up and it was the gateway to the rest of the record and i think that that's like one of the beauties of of a song like that is there's layers like initially you listen to it and it is so energetic and it can totally see it really resonating in a live setting um, but then as soon as you like take the time to maybe put on headphones and listen to it more closely and like dig into it, you're like, oh, there are, there is more to it. Um, did you find that as you were writing and kind of experiencing the grieving process that your lyrics throughout this, were you challenged to find positivity or were you kind of thinking about things the way that your dad does, which I resonate with. I spent about four months in Scotland during like the heart of the pandemic Oh, wow. How come? My um, wife is from um, uh, just north of Liverpool, and her mom a few years ago moved up uh, with a gentleman in um, Inverness. And so we Great. were up there spending some time with them and, and helping out while they were, you know, while things were locked down and we were going grocery mm -hmm. shopping and helping out. Well, the thing is, is you've, you've brought it up there. I mean, as we're starting the record, the situation with dad comes to the forefront and then a few months later pandemic <laughs> this whole mind-blowing science fiction yeah um what the hell turns up and it's like um you know i'm going to say we found ourselves the whole world found itself thinking what is this yeah um and and um i mean thank god this is when you really appreciate having a, an art to throw yourself into because you kind of 
you can sort of escape the world for a bit when you've got an art or yep. or when you've got intense work that's all encompassing. Um, but the way for us was to once the initial thing of you can't leave the house and all that stuff, we found a way, Charlie and I, I mean, uh, of being able to get in a room together. And it was just us, you know, it was, this was in full bubble mode. And, and um, as I said, the quote for me in the press release at the end is saying, we, we ended up trying to make a feel-good record in the worst of times. <laughs> Which I think is brilliant. It's such a nice juxtaposition. <laughs> you know, that's what it kind of was. I mean, I've been very fortunate in my life. I haven't had to live through any wars or, or, or apocalyptic scenarios, mm-hmm. but, but in our own way, this certainly was a war. It was a war of survival and a war of trying to keep your senses together and trying to keep your spirit up and and trying to keep healthy. Um, So, you know, what a backdrop to be, uh, what a backdrop to find yourself trying to be creative in or, or being creative in. Stay tuned for more Song Facts podcast right after this. Songfacts Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I've always wondered why when an athlete breaks a leg in the middle of a competition, they get all the sympathy and everyone's all worried about them. But if their mental health breaks down, that's not necessarily viewed in the same way. It's almost viewed as a weakness. But without a healthy mind, being truly happy and being at peace, well, it's hard. And the good news is, There's therapy out there, and it actually works. So what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated and you need some tools to help. Maybe you're struggling in a relationship or at work. These are the things that therapy is there for. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really all about. And a special offer to Songfacts podcast listeners you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash songfacts. That's betterhelp.com slash songfacts. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast, and have a great day. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. I kind of want to go back a little bit now because... What I didn't know is that you guys formed in like 1977. So you've been around for, my fast math isn't great, but 55 years and, um, or 45 years. Yep. And 
how you're about to release your 18th studio album and I just when you sit here now and you look back at that like do you what do you attribute to that kind of longevity like it's hard to make anything a marriage a friendship anything last that long you've said that your childhood friends since you guys were in 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 elementary school have been writing together um, and still have this relationship and friendship like there's something to it because most people can't make things last this long so I'm wondering if you guys have put any thought into that well there's many things to it but the chief reason I give and I have to say when I give this reason people's immediate reaction and very kindly they say no it's not just that you've worked hard <laughs> you're talented but I put it down to luck yeah, uh, yeah luck because think about it um not only were we lucky, Charlie and I, where we met each other in the street when we were kids, we knew we were, my mom didn't, my mom wanted to move into the area. My dad didn't want to go there. And my mom harangued him and he said, well, we'll go and have a look. And the kids, me and my brothers we were eight years old. We said, we love this place. And they said, great, that okay. So the first day we're moving in, and it was, you could call it in the States, I think you call it a housing project. We call it a housing scheme, but it was a brand new, and it was 1968, and it was new tower blocks and elevators, and, and, and we thought it was the greatest thing out, but they were still building it when we moved in. So the first, as we were moving in, mom and dad said, get out and play, we're busy here. You know, they were moving, the bits of furniture in and stuff. Yep. And the first, we go down the bottom of the street and there's three or four kids playing on this. It was essentially still a construction site. Three or four kids playing on this sand castle. The kid at the top's name's Charlie. And uh, he's already moved in two months. And, you know, can we play as well? Yeah, you can play. Um, and Charlie's been my best friend and, and, and um, songwriting partner ever since. Now, is that not luck? I think that's luck right there for a start. Now, we can go on and on. What else is luck? Guess what? When we're 16, this thing called punk rock comes along. No one's ever, no one could see it coming. Before then, you couldn't, the idea of forming a band and putting a, I had more chance of being an astronaut. But, <laughs> but, but this thing came and suddenly, certainly in a British context, Outside of for the first time ever, things were decentralized. People in Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, kids were were thinking, you know what? We can give this a go. We can hustle together a bit of money, do our own little independent records, start our own independent magazines, do our own little, little independent movies. Suddenly, the keys to the madhouse were anyone could get up and give it a go before punk rock. That just wasn't on. So there's great luck there. Now, there's a million other examples, but I'll just go to one other thing. The fact that not only Charlie and I get to do this, at the Breakfast Club wasn't a bad bit of luck either. Uh, uh, um, you know, that was something that wasn't meant to happen. Bit of luck there. MTV, you could see that happening. <laughs> luck. I mean, it's so luck. But I would say the, the other great piece of luck coming from us is that we're the type, we were born the type, well, this life suited us. It doesn't suit everyone. We That's work true. with guys that after 10 years didn't want to do it anymore. Or, or, or um, yeah, or, you know, some people are 
sprinters other people are marathon men um uh, um this life suited us we were born a type and and um so i think luck is the huge factor yeah um we're with jim kerr of simple minds the new album direction of the heart october 21st and you kind of cracked the door for on this a little bit and i i hate to like just beat a dead horse but i've got a i've got a question that i'm trying to ask that i'm hoping might be a little bit unique about the whole breakfast club situation and all of that because good I luck mean, yeah well i know it's been a long time but I, I i was like thinking about this yesterday and i just it was it's a really unique story because you guys typically didn't want to release a song that you didn't write and then pretty much it sounded to me like john hughes you had to meet up with you guys and convince you that you were the people to do this. that is true i mean we we were young we were a bit brattish uh, um we were insecure hmm. we were loving what we were doing and thinking hang on a minute you want us in because you love us because we write these songs yeah but you want us to do your song and you guys were having success with your song so you're like I why mean, would why we change this we actually with this new song up our sleeve called Alive and Kicking. And we thought, why would we do someone else's song? Mm -hmm. So before even, we weren't even willing to listen initially. We're like, no, we don't know other people's songs. End of story. Yeah. Um, and as you rightly say, um, of course, later on when it was explained, but the song is written to the script and every time they try to make it more amenable, it sounded worse. Because they would say, and it sounds really like Simple Minds, and we would be like infuriated. How dare you rip us off <laughs> and then try and sell us on an idea? I mean, and they were going, no, 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 it's not, not like that. Um, um, but in the very end, when we met people like Keith Forsey, the producer yeah. and co-writer, and indeed John, we liked them so much that, and in, certainly in Keith's case he was pretty shrewd he we like he said you know you know why don't you why don't we give it a little try um take an afternoon um if nothing happens nothing happens and then you've got everyone off your back it didn't happen yeah um and if it does happen who knows well who knows turned out to be pretty good. Well, I'm wondering about that because it sounds like you guys went into the studio with and maybe that relieved some of the pressure and like relates to the experience of the actual recording of the song. But I'm wondering if you can go back into that day a little bit. I mean, if you guys recorded this in just an afternoon or two or three hours from what I read, like, do you realize at the time, like, oh, this is something? Or is it just like going through the motions and being like, you know what, we'll do it for them and then they'll get, them up, get us off our back? No, I mean, that that's what we told ourselves prior to going in but once we go in we don't know how to do things by half measure yeah once you, okay. once you plug in 
once stuff starts coming out of the speaker, the band was on fire anyway. Anytime we just jammed, it sounded great. Yeah. Um, and so once plugged in, uh, how about we try a different start? Uh, how about we do this down now? Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, that sounds pretty exciting. And suddenly it was game on. And, and 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 we weren't thinking about ourselves or we weren't thinking we're just thinking about what's coming out the speaker and and um and every time someone done something that was cool that encouraged us more but you are right it was in fact the thing at the end it was a thing we were starting to do a lot live break it down and uh -huh. and all right break it down what are you going to sing i don't know I'll just do this la 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 thing <laughs> and then I'll come in tomorrow with like really clever words and, <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> and they were like, once I've done it, like you're not going any, anywhere tomorrow. It's finished. <laughs> and, 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 um, but it, you know, we were kind of, um, we're kind of looking at each other and when we're gone, it's good this, isn't it? Hmm. And I guess, you know, that's the thing with music. It it's, you can analyze this and you can come with an attitude of that and bands are notorious for politics and yeah but once you start playing and once something makes you feel good or makes you feel whatever um um and you like how it makes you feel everything else goes out the window that's all that counts yeah and probably a unique time in your guys career arc to have something like that happen because it maybe taught the lesson of like oh well like we should you know not get closed off and like keep our egos at check a little bit even though we're kind of on the up here because there might be opportunities that we don't see if our ego kind of gets in the way which i think when a band is really like hitting that peak it's probably really hard because you're like, we can't do any wrong right now. I, I mean, uh, that all comes into it. Um, um, I think I think one of the problems with us, even when it started to get, then there's a bigger problem once it started to get success. We thought we didn't even work for this. You know, <laughs> we just jumped down here for a couple of hours and now it's number one in the building chart, the billboard charts which is nonsense yeah. because the sound we had honed for 10 years, the attitude, the spirit, it, we may have cut it in three hours, but it took 10, 12 years to have this thing, the sound of the band and yep. spirit of the band and all that. So it was a pretty, it was a pretty, it was a, Calvinistic way of looking at it. You know, we don't deserve the success. But there's this other thing that says, don't lick, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> and, and, and um, you know, take the break and, and um, great. And, and listen, all those people as well who worked so hard for it in the record company and people who believed in it and the people at MTV who gave us a break and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we owe them a ton. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now let's let's jump back ahead. Thank you for scratching that itch for me. Um, th I'm, this is such an interesting thing to me because it seems like when you guys were in the doing your thing in like the late seventies, early eighties, when I listen to it, I hear a band that's kind of got their nose to the ground about technology. And then I read something about how you as 
as the world of the internet and stuff came of age that you and your songwriting partner, Charlie, you guys could be in a room together writing songs or be on opposite ends of the earth writing songs together. And I'm just wondering if technology has helped shape the sound of the band over time or if, um, or if it's not really anything that you guys have paid that much attention to. The technology has been fantastic. I mean, I, I, again, it's, everything's a balance and you have to find your way with, within it. But, um, Especially the, I mean, Charlie usually, not the last few years, but Charlie usually goes to Thailand the first three months uh, of the year, mm-hmm. get out of the winter and all that. Um, but he has a setup in Thailand and he takes his stuff with him and, and there's nothing better. I'll get up in the morning, oh, Charlie sent an MP3 and you know i will i'll put it on and i'm very lucky in the sense that usually what he comes up with sometimes the ideas are more formed than than others but for sure there's always a really strong atmosphere that i identify with i i an atmosphere in as much that i'm conscious of the melody there has to be a good tune yeah um but there's usually an atmosphere with it where i and an emotion which I think, oh, I, I know what this piece of music's about and I'll maybe have a lyric and I'll have a book of lyrical riffs and I'll try and match the atmosphere up. Of course, eventually you've got to work with words that will, you know, scan and fit and rhyme and all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, but that's just one, one example. We have to be in the room, though, to really close it off. You know, I can take it so far and then I can even sing. So I could sing just now on his thing, send it to him, and then he can work it up a level. But at a certain point, we need to go in the room together and and really um, kick the tires and finish it off. So technology is great that, that way. Yeah. Um, um, absolutely. Uh, um, and and for that that matter, the same we can have Cherise say put on her drums in her, her studio in London and all that stuff. It's all great, but does it beat being in the room together? No, not not for certainly not in the backing track stage where you really want to get a great backing track or or indeed. Um, Charlie will program drums and he'll have a feel, but he'll usually say to Cherise, can you do it like this? Now do it the way you would do it. And then we, you know, we think, actually, she's onto something. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so uh, the technology, the technology has been great as it's great right now where you and I are speaking. I think this is, this yeah. is, this is really cool and, and, and um, much better than jumping on a plane and, gone all round and doing that stuff, which when I was 18 or 19, of course, I would <laughs> but, um, but this is pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I've got one more question. I, I thank you for your time today. Um, and it, what it kind of, you guys did this album in a strange way. I mean, obviously you were doing it during strange times, but you were kind of bouncing around and then eventually it sounds like you landed at a uh, at a place that you're familiar with in Sicily yeah. and um, I'm just wondering if writing and recording in that way helped influence this album and if so like can you name a, a specific song that might have had an influence of where you guys were location wise well when I think of the album title direction of the heart um, it's a weird thing of how 
we both, but primarily myself, because I've been there on and off for 20 years now, how we even ended up in Sicily. And that's a whole other story. Yeah. But, <laughs> but certainly when I look back, it there's no rhyme or reason or real logic. It was all instinct and then you go down and then you meet somebody and then it leads to something else and all of that is fate but why hang in there because we found a place where we feel good and if you feel good in a place it's not so much that the songs we didn't write any songs about Mount Etna or we didn't write any songs about the ocean or that not this time Um, but we worked again in a time where you know, in a god awful time, we were actually in this kind of paradise in a yeah. sense, and freely feeling good, selfishly feeling good on a daily basis. Getting up, okay, sunshine and blue skies, food's not bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, let's go to work. Uh, um, feeling good, and if you feel good, chances are you know, your energy's at a max and um, all that can only be a positive. Yeah. Um, once again, everyone, it's Direction of the Heart. It's Simple Minds. It's Mr. Jim Kerr. I appreciate you and your time so much. Thanks for continuing to write awesome music. I mean, it's been a bit of a gap, but like you said, I think one of the keys to your guys' longevity is over the last 20 years, it seems like you guys are like, you know what, we're going to get together, we're going to get creative, we're going to put something out, and then we're just going to let that kind of do its thing, and then we're going to do it every three or four years. And I think that that's, I don't know, you guys have earned that that um, that ability to be able to space it out like that. And as a, as a person who's a fan, but obviously a younger fan, I just appreciate that you guys are still doing it. And hopefully like you can get some... You're get some American tunes. Younger fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're I'd love to have you guys come fans. over here, and um, I'd love to see it live because it's it's not something that I've uh, ever thought of seeing live. But man, I, it sounds like from what I've seen on YouTube, you guys are really bringing some energy. Yeah, it's a live. I'm not afraid to say it live. Is a it's been our main forte throughout. It's a hell of a band, and I can say that because I'm not a musician. It's hell of a band. I mean, I know that you're not short of great bands in the States, but we give anyone a game. Absolutely. Jim, thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your day, and hopefully um, we'll do a little bit to spread the word on this side of the pond, like I said at the beginning. All the best to you, Corey. Thanks so much. Huge thank you to Jim Kerr for coming on and chatting with me. All Things Simple Minds, the new album coming out October 21st. Make sure you check it out. Also, get your Nick Mason tour tickets. That show's coming near you. And as always, for the stories behind the songs, go to songfacts.com. Thanks so much. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of an LG wash tower with ultra-large capacity, serving up a powerful yet gentle clean in just 29 minutes. Making this the sound of savings on the best appliance brands. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Get up to 25% off the LG wash tower with ultra-large capacity and reduced wash time. Pricing valid January 5th through January 25th, 2023. Gas dryer extra. U.S. only. See store or online for details. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.